Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You ready? I said, Are you ready for Let's Talk World Hockey? And now, here are our hosts, Beth and Zach. What's going on, everybody? Happy holidays, and welcome to the 34th episode of Let's Talk World Hockey, Season 2, Episode 14. I'm your host, Beth. Joined as always by my dude Zach. What's going on, buddy? Oh, you know, it's Sunday. We're just a week away from Christmas. So, you know, just in trying to enjoy the Christmas vibes. Yes. Um, you know, hockey, hockey, and more hockey. So, you know, it's it's always a good time, you know. So doing it good. Is. Doing good. How it about really you? How are you doing? I'm doing good. Obviously, feeling the Christmas spirit in my Obviously. Hawks ugly Christmas sweater with my Hawks Santa hat. It's nice um, though. It's it's very nice. It's very festive. If it, it just, fits, it, just digging the vibes. I actually have. I've got to find them. They're in. I'm like halfway through Christmas ornaments on the tree. Nice. And I have like a Blackhawks like Nutcracker oh, Christmas it. ornament, and I just need to locate it so that it can go on my tree. That's really cool. Yeah, I, it's not an ornament, but my in laws got me. You know, like those like little signs. It has like you know like the family name on it, and there's like some mm-hmm. design. They, it's like one Christmas they got me one of those wood ones that you can hang up because it's got like that like twine string as for like the mm-hmm. handle. It says Martin underneath and it's the Blackhawks logo. So let's I mean, go. Love yeah. It. So I got Love I gotta it. find I gotta I gotta find that and hang that up. I might put that in the office whenever we get whenever the office finally does get set up. Um that, that's gonna have to find a place. <laughs> so you know, we we are getting ready to um, first announcement, I guess we might as well get into it two minutes in. Uh, this will be our last episode of 2022 as we get ready for the holiday season. Um, we, I've got family coming into town. Zach's trying to like unpack a whole house and stuff. And so we're just going to take a little time and enjoy the season and take about a two week or so break so that we can get the things done that we need to get done and join you on the second, the first, the second uh, we're, we're recording on the first episodes dropping on the second in the morning. Yes. I'll have to say I I probably won't be in the office still by January. So that's that that's a to be determined time frame. So right now it's still in the in the dining room. So it's at some point we'll have the office ready to go. You know, one day time. one day. So but um, we are going to take just a little bit of a break while we get ready for the holiday season. I mean, we've got Christmas next week, which is insane to think. And then we've got New Year's the week after, which is also insane to think like 2022 is almost over. Like, yes. Um, So we are going to just take a little time and we are going to feel the vibes and just have a great old time with family and friends and settling for Zach and getting everything all taken care of. So don't look for us next week. Look for us like a week and a day after that, because we will be back and we will be ready to go to bring you all of the hockey news. Uh, it'll be a very black hockey episode as well, since the PHF actually starts their holiday break officially today. 
all their games are over and they will be resuming play on the 8th. And let me tell you, Zach, this was a very PHF heavy weekend and you know, love it. Oh, I, you have to. I mean, you got the outdoor game in Buffalo, which we definitely mm-hmm. have to talk about because there's so many storylines mm-hmm. coming from that. You know, you got the whale and the pride whale and the, you know, and you got like the Montreal force against the white caps. I mean, just a lot of great hockey, a lot of goal scoring too. So, I mean, it's just, it was a great weekend for PHF. Like how can, you, how can you not be here for it? It's just so great. And not only that, it was a three day PHF weekend because we had a game on Friday with the outdoor game in Buffalo with the six taken on the buttes. And then we had two series on Saturday and Sunday. Well, technically three series on Saturday because the buttes played the six again, but indoors this time. And then we had the uh, Riveters visit the Whale on Saturday. And we've got the Force and the Whitecaps in Minnesota. And then today we had the Whale and the Pride. I mean, there was just a lot going on this weekend. Oh, de- uh, definitely a lot going on. And shout out to Claudia uh, Kepler, too, for following the podcast. Where, like, you'd love to see it. I mean. Nice. Love that. Pl- I mean, pl- she 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 played really well for the Beats this weekend. I mean. But can we also talk about like, Carly Jackson's mullet from like, oh. like it's just like it's the poo- so the, beautiful the the poof of it, the glasses, mm. the, the just the shades with that mullet and how poofy it was. It's just when, all the vibes, all the vibes. When the six posted her for the fit check before the game on Friday, Ooh. I oh I literally quote tweeted it with I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh. <laughs> but, but I am for real. But you are killing the fit game today. I mean, she made her triumphant return to Buffalo in style. Like yeah. she was ready to play in the Buffalo Believes Classic outdoors. Um, it was just stunning. Butte's Mafia is there. Like even like the, I, I even quoted you from the podcast Twitter, and I said that like the mullet is. With like the little star, like the little like star vibe emojis. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're officially called. I just call them the star vibes because they just are I mean, ma- yeah. majestic, majestic. It is. it is, and I mean, not only was the Buttes Mafia there, the Vink Mafia was there. We oh had yeah, Buffalo Wing Hat guy. I mean, the Buttes fans came out in force. They were ready to go in cold, very snowy Buffalo, like we've all oh, seen yeah. the snow Buffalo's gotten this week, and. They did not care. The Buttes Mafia was shirtless, like they always are, and I'm like, oh yeah, like if you, yeah, like if you saw like the Buffalo Bills because we don't like the their like the seating in the football stadium was just snow everywhere. Like people had to like shovel snow. Like there were still rows still covered Mm -hmm. in snow. It's like that's how insane it was. But how about the fact that the Buttes also re-rocked their their outdoor jerseys from last season? I, those are so clean like those so are just perfect how can you not want the like i know they're not art because we're you know we're both whale fans but mm-hmm. those jerseys though they're so sick you like you almost have to get it just to have one because that's how yeah. nice they are yeah and i like, mean Cassidy suave rocking the toque on her goalie it. mask like we love toques on goalie masks absolutely 100%. it is a hundred percent the vibes that every tendee in an outdoor game should have and it was really, it was a close game. It was a fun game to watch. Um, and in non-shocking news to anyone who's followed the PHF for the last couple of seasons, 
Carly Jackson won an outdoor game, just not for the Buttes this year. Uh, <laughs> Death taxes. Carly Jackson wins outdoor games. Like who like, could have seen that? Who could have seen that coming? It's just, it's just, it's automatic at this point. It's just, it it's really, guaranteed. It really is, and I mean, it was great to see her perform that way in her return to Buffalo as no longer a member of the home team. I mean, she definitely had kind of a lot to to prove stepping onto the ice in a six jersey and not in her butte sweater. And I mean, she, she did the thing. She absolutely did the thing. And I mean, it was, it was a good game. It was a close game. There were a couple moments where like your heart was in your throat (laughs) and it was like, yeah, (laughs) but I I mean, mean, it was amazing. Yeah, Carly Jackson played well, like I said, Kepler that we talked about a little bit ago and she had a, a ridiculous snipe job. Like she basically went to snipe city found found a goal there that's yeah. how that's how clean yeah. it was i mean that yeah. you just love to see it i have to say this too, too it's like the fact that we like just of all the players we like in the league and just like like there's like like you want to get your well jersey like i'm gonna get my kenny marchman at some point because it's, it's kenny mm-hmm. marchman you kind of have to but you know carly jackson's gonna be the second one if it, even it's with the six i don't care you have to get a carly jackson jersey it's like it's I just mean, automatic you could still get a carly jackson butte jersey I mean, if there's a way to, if there's a way, oh, especially if it's the one, if it's the outdoor jersey too, ooh, that'd be get a get a Carly Jackson outdoor jersey. You kind of have to at that point. It's just, I mean, it's, they're beautiful. Uh, I mean, those also, huge jerseys, they're beautiful. You, ah, I see what you did there. You kind of have to get. It. Also, though, you kind of have to like got to force your way into possibly also getting a Montreal jersey because even those ones are pretty nice too. Mm-hmm. So, oh. I mean, especially the red ones. Or the black ones are really nice, but like the red ones though, mm-hmm. like I said, they're, like you can almost get a jersey for almost every team. I'm, you're, I mean, I'm not going to, but like there are some that you can kind of make a case for. You're like, you kind of have to get it just because. As you can see, I have a little bit of a, we won't call it a problem because it's not a problem, but you know, I have a small obsession with hockey sweaters. Yeah. Um, so my eventual goal is to have a hockey sweater from every single PHF team, including the white caps, which, you know, you know how I feel about things in Minnesota. Um, yeah. I do have to say that the minute the, there are some Minnesota jerseys that are kind of nice, like the, mm-hmm. the, the, the black ones are, they have this season are that I, I would say that's the one you probably have to get. The black jerseys are kind of meh to me. The blue ones are nice, but yeah, mm-hmm. I would definitely say like the, the gray ones, yeah, those are absolutely clean. They're uh, those clean. I would say that one for me. It's like, do you get do you get the six black jerseys or the six white jerseys? Because I mean, the white ones are. That's gonna be well. There's also the red ones. They're sick too. So the it's red like, ones are the you can't go it, wrong with either one. The white ones are so nice though, with the with all the gold in the background. Yeah, the white. It's gonna be one of those like spin wheel things where I just put like <laughs> red, black, and white on there. And just let the random internet generator choose what jersey I purchase, right? Because um, there, it's it's hard to choose. Like it's not an easy choice to make with those three being your choice. The same with the force, like yeah, like, that black one and the red one. Like I'm gonna have to flip a coin. Yeah, but the, and here's the thing: though. are you getting just blanks or are you getting names? Because that's that's another thing too. It's like for me, I if I'm if I'm getting I'm getting I'm getting names because yeah, you know. I mean that's an Allie Monroe jersey. This one right here. Um, th- that's a sweatshirt, so that's not a jersey. No. So it looks it looks identical to their blue jerseys yeah. from last year, but it, it's a hoodie. Um, it kind of depends. I mean, I, there are players that I like on every team across the league. Like if I get a ribs jersey, it's going to be Madison Packer. Oh, and God, that's Ma- so. Mad- Madison's automatic for the ribs. Now, so. with Carly, with Carly Jackson, are you going Buttes? Or are you going six? 
I'm that's gonna have the to thing. Coin. Yeah, because if you're, Buttes, I would also probably get like a Dom Kramer jersey because she's amazing. Also very true. Now say now if I if you say Carly, I say if I say Carly Jackson Buttes, then you have to go maybe like a Lindsay Eastwood for the six. Elaine Shirley. Elaine Shirley too. Well, but Lindsay Eastwood did get the first goal for the six in history. So I mean that's kind of that's that's kind of a good one to get to. And then if yeah. you're talking Boston, I mean it's gotta be Jillian Dempsey. It yeah. And then if, if it's it, if it's not Jillian Dempsey, it has to be Katie Burt. Oh, it has to be Katie Burt. But then if you're looking at maybe the white caps, Sydney Bushram. Yeah, it's not a white cap anymore. Yeah, but like but like we talked about we talked about Carly Jackson in a butte jersey. But if get I'm that getting one. the gray white caps jersey, oh okay, well that, that makes having sense. Having it be Allie Thunstrom would make no sense because she never wore that style of jersey. Okay, then, okay, then you're right. So who who did you say it was? Sydney Brock. Oh yeah, you kind of have to at that point. And then yeah. I mean, we already got a whale jersey, but of course you gotta get another one just or all of them. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Football is back, and BetMGM is inviting new customers to join the huddle and enjoy the action like never before. Sign up today using bonus code CHAMPION, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. You'll also have instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, player props, and boosted odds specials. Just download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code CHAMPION and place your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. The Bet that MGM app is the perfect way to experience the excitement of wagering on live sports. Now in more markets than ever. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. That's it. <laughs> I'll have like 25 whale jerseys and then just one for everybody else. I mean, I have. That, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. I have right. A, a jersey from season six. I have a jersey for every team except for the white caps because the white caps did not have any jerseys available when I ordered them. So I have a pride jersey and I have a six jersey and I have a butte jersey and I have a rib jersey and I have a whale jersey. Of so, course. I mean,. I've at least got jerseys for almost everybody. The force didn't exist yet, so like, don't come. Yeah, for me. Um, they, they, they did not. They, they, they were like a, they were a glimmer in the PHFI, but they did not exist yet. So right, exactly. But I mean, so if I know we kind of talked about it like before, like during the week and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. how about the fact that like you see you know, Commissioner Reagan? She's talked about because we got the. I know we're going to probably talk about it at some point, but the neutral site game in Pittsburgh, they asked her, like, how do you feel about possible, you know, expansion to like to cities with teams with teams there? I'm like, there's I wouldn't be upset about it. Like getting a team no. in Pittsburgh. And they're still trying to choose the the site for the eighth team because it's going to be a U.S. expansion team. And right. they're still trying to choose where it's going to be. And I think these neutral site games are kind of perfect for that because yeah. you can just 
take, I mean, this time around, it's going to be the force versus the whale. And I mean, we'll talk a bit more about that here in just a few minutes, but right. um, having these neutral site games is a great way to see how the vibes are in the city. Like, are they, are they going to support the PHF? Are they going to come out and purchase tickets to watch this game? So I think it, it's a, it's a great way to really do that. Because, I mean, obviously, Connecticut and Montreal, neither of them play in Pittsburgh. But it was amazing to see the Penguins tweet about it. Yeah. It, plus, the lo- the graphics for that, too, is so nice. We will, we will like... get there. Let's finish score recap, <laughs> and then we will talk news. So, Saturday, we had the first game of Saturday was the Riveters coming to visit the Connecticut Whale at the International Skating Center of Connecticut. And I will say, it was a. The game started out beautifully, absolutely beautifully. I mean, it was one oh whale. It was gorgeous. It was beautiful. The vibes were immaculate. We absolutely loved how the game started because Taylor Gerard, unassisted, just sniped a shorthanded goal. Chef's kiss, absolutely beautiful. And then. In the course of one minute and 23 seconds in the second period, the game yeah. was three to one ribs. Yeah, the 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 vibes were not there. It was the, the vibes were not there. They, they were not there at all. I mean, the first two goals happened like so quickly and it was like, OK, like just take a moment, breathe like Abby Ives. You've got this. We, we believe in Abby Ives like we love her. And then Kelly Babstock did her thing like. 30 seconds later ish, like a little more than 30 seconds later. And it was like, it was deflating. And yeah, it was, I mean, the, that, the whale, that game got ugly fast. It did. The whale did not score in the second. They were the first team to score in the third period. Um, Emma Vlasic just, whew, it was a beauty. It was an absolute gorgeous goal um, from Allie Monroe and Amanda Conway. And then, like not even two minutes later, the ribs answered from Amanda Pelkey. And I mean, Pelkey and Packer together are just lethal. Um, yeah, they're a problem. They're, they are a problem. Right <laughs> they are. And then the ribs put the icing on the cake with an empty net goal with a little less than two minutes left in the game. And I mean, there were lots of the, the three goals happened. The whale tweeted the first one happened. And I was like, oh, sad whale noises. And then like 30 seconds later, the next one happened. And I was like, extra sad wheel noises and then the third one happened like 30 seconds after that and i was like super extra sad wheel noises like it, it yeah hurt. it did yeah. not feel good yeah we yeah we were messing each other and it's just like yeah the... yeah that, that uh okay well and i mean after the rib scored the third goal even though it was the second period colt nord did take a timeout he did let the team regroup a little bit you know check with abby make sure you know she's good to stay in because we all know we, we've all watched hockey enough to know that stuff like this happens and it can go one of two ways for the tendy it's either going to get worse or it's just going to kind of stay the same and so it, it was one of those things where she she was able to stand up and do her abby ives thing but that two minutes was just not something that the whale could recover from no and they were the problem was i mean we all know the ribs play a pretty physical game yeah and the whale play a very team centric game they don't have i mean they have their powerhouses obviously yeah. but 
the their style of play is not based on just their powerhouses doing powerhouse things. It is very much a team centric game. And they just could not almost get out of the way of themselves. Um, I know it was something that Erica and Phil talked about on the broadcast as well. They were like, you know, there, there might come a time in this game where the whale need to stop focusing on their current style of play and just try to get the puck in the back of the net. Yeah. And I mean, they got within one, but I mean, shortly after that, the ribs net another goal and it was like, you know what? Cool. The, the, the ribs got an empty netter. It was like, all right, cool. Um, we're just going to reset and play again tomorrow against a whole different team because all seven PHF teams played this weekend because the whale split the series between the ribs and the, the pride. pride. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, they went and did their thing. Of course we had the next game on the docket. The, both games were actually at seven o'clock. So there was a lot of flipping back and forth on the ESPN plus on my TV to watch the six um, at the Buttes inside, not outside. And then the force at the white caps, there was a lot of switching back and forth. It was like, Oh, these both are happening at the same time. I'm checking Multi, I'm multi screens, multi screens. You gotta get the TV and the, and the, and the, and the tablet. Here's the thing. There were so many goals scored that it was hard to keep track of what game that I like wanted to focus on right. <laughs> because the final score of Saturday's game for the six buttes was six to four. And the yeah. final score of the Force Whitecaps game was five to two. The Whitecaps beat the Force on Saturday, and and the Six beat the Buttes, um, and and swept the series on Saturday as well. So I mean, it was just like my phone would go off, and I'm like, oh, I just stopped watching that game, and this is happening. And I don't do well. Like one thing I will say that I miss about like the NHL TV era. Oh, is gosh. you could oh, the, have the multi-screen games, yeah, and you could choose which game you had the audio on, right? But like, you, could, you could still watch all four at the same time, which was absolutely amazing. Yes. I, I, was, I honestly, like, I understand why they went to the why they did go to ESPN Plus because oh, I do ESPN, too. But and it's easier. I, but I really miss NHL TV though. Like, it was actually kind of nice to actually watch yeah. more more games. But I, eh, I miss the multi-screen option. Like, I miss being able to watch. And the thing is, on ESPN, it would make sense for them to have it because then somebody could say, "Watch a football game, and a hockey game, yeah, and like a couple college games or whatever." Like, you could watch multiple sports at the same time. ESPN figure it out. But like, I miss that because. Like I would watch three or four NHL games at the same time oh, and yeah, just have the to. audio on the game that was like grabbing my attention. So it's ESPN hard. figure it out. ESPN yeah. figure it out. We need, we need the, we need the, we need the multi screens because I know for ML, MLB, you can do multi games at once. Mm -hmm. So, so ESPN figure it out. Multi, multi screens, please. If the NHL could figure this out like five or six years ago when it started, ESPN now with the advanced technology that we possess should be able to figure this out. Like I mean, it makes it, 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 no it is ESPN. So I mean, let's be let's you're be not wrong. you're not wrong. So I can't I struggle with the multi screens when I'm watching something like on, if I have a game. Devices, yeah, right. like if I have a game on my iPad and a game on my TV, I am always paying attention to the game on my TV because the screen is bigger. Makes and so sense. it grabs my attention. And so, and, and I can't like watch the game on the TV and have the audio on, on the iPad. Like 
it just doesn't work for me because no, that, then that I think work. You know, from the iPad is coming from the TV and then I get really confused and it's a whole situation. So you're <laughs> right, like, what is going on? I don't know what is that? Like Jillian Dempsey does not play for the Whitecaps. What are you talking about? Like, could you um, imagine though? Like what? <laughs> like, that's like Ollie so, Dunstrom going to the Whitecaps to the Pride. It's like, hey. Yeah, I mean, it, shock. That was one of the shocking moves of the off season. Like, we're not gonna lie. Yeah. But so I was kind of flipping back and forth. I mean, they were both great games. Oh yeah. I mean, when is Woho not great? Let's be honest. Um, when it's not on. When uh, well, yeah. I mean, Monday through <laughs> Monday through Thursday, Woho is not great. The next two weeks, three weeks are gonna suck <laughs> because the PHF is on holiday break until the eight until the sixth of January. So, so what do we do with our hands then? Watch the Blackhawks. Um, we watch NHL hockey, and then we're like, the girls do this better. Um, <laughs> the girls do this without hitting each other. Like, figure it out, NHL. Yeah, right. Um, well, hitting each other on purpose. Yeah, on purpose. Um, so, I mean, Saturday's games were all amazing. The fact that there were three games, it was a lot, but I loved it. Um, today was another good one. The only problem is both games were at two o'clock. And Woe Hawks, you know that I was watching the Whale Pride game and right. not the Force Whitecaps game because I had to. And right. I mean, the Whale game, I will not lie. It was, I mean, it's another Izzy Cup rematch from last season. Um, yeah. the, the first version of this rematch did not go well this season. Um, the Whale got shut out in game one of the season and we were all like, uh-oh. Um, but this one... Let me tell you, the first two goals of this game, we've got to give huge stick taps to Katrin Lonergan because not only did she score her first PHF goal today, she then topped it off a few minutes later and scored her second PHF goal ever. And yeah, that's amazing. Like, like, yeah, you love to see, I mean, you love to see first goals, but then getting your second one on top of that. And, and I mean, we're eight minutes in and Katrin is on Hattie Watch. Like that, yeah. that, that's that's not normal. No, um, no, it's not normal at all. And then of course, um, you know, Boston had something to say about that because it's Boston. Um, and there, I'm, there, there was a lot of goal review drama in this game. Um, so Boston's first goal scored by Olivia Zafudo. Um, they went and reviewed that goal first, thinking that it came off of a high stick. And then when it didn't come off of a high stick, they then reviewed it for goaltender interference. Oh, gosh. And it was just like, and I love PHF Twitter. Like, I love how the teams interact on Twitter. And Zach and I were talking about this earlier. I've got to pull it up because it was just absolute perfection. Um, So during the first goal review, the Boston Pride tweeted out, here's a solution. Just give it to us. And the goal was upheld, and they did end up. Um... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
Take care of your property with equipment you can count on, like the Kubota BX and LO1 Series Compact Tractors, part of our under 100 horsepower tractor lineup, rated number one for reliability, and Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles, where durability meets speed. Visit your local Kubota dealer for a demo today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit GoKubota.com for a dealer near you. Getting that first goal. And and so the pride score again a few minutes later, Lauren Gable on a power play. I mean, death death taxes, Lauren Gable scoring on a power play seems to be the theme of this season. Yeah. Um, So then shocketh <laughs> shocketh um our girl melissa samuskevich scored a goal and that goal was then put under review so the whale quote tweeted the boston pride's solution just give it to us and said also in need of this solution play under review <laughs> to which boston responded noted and then the whale responded, thanks, after the goal was reviewed and determined to be a good goal. Of and course. I'm just dying of laughter. So that goal counted good to go shortly after Alyssa Wolfiler does her thing, popping bottles, just doing wolfy things. And the whale are up five to three at this point. Then third period. We're getting deep into the third period. It's 5-3. I'm literally sitting on my hands at this point. And Olivia Zafudo scores again. And it's 5-4. But wait. There's more. <laughs> that goal also went under review. So the Pride quote tweeted the also in need of the solution play under review tweet from the whale. And said, the play is under review in need of another solution. And it was just like, just this, this running commentary back and forth, which, which is what makes PHF Twitter so much fun. And actually, this wasn't the Cebuto goal. This was a goal that was disallowed. This was <laughs> no. not a goal. This, this was right before the Zavuto goal. So basically, the puck hit the corner of the crossbar in the post, yeah. but did not go in the net. So it was not actually a goal in any way, shape, or form, but it was reviewed because it was close. I mean... Yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta, we've gotta all, review we, it. We've all seen the top cheddar goals that that sneak right under the crossbar they're just and so pop perfect. out real quick, and they're just beautiful because that's where Mama hides the cookies, and those are the goals that we love. Um, and so, I mean, e- e- even when those go- goals are scored, generally those goals go under review. I mean, because, I mean, yeah, because they come out so quick. Like, you can't yeah. tell. Like, you can't in real, tell. In real time, you, you don't know. Yeah. You can't tell because w- when a puck goes into the net so quickly that you blink your eyes and it's already out of the net, like, yeah. it's hard to tell if that puck actually went in the net. Um, I mean, or you, like, or you could be like Andre Parakowski and shoot it through the net, and then you're just like, did it go Did it go in or not? I can't remember. I am fairly certain because we were in a Twitter space together for that goal. I am the only a, person who was like, that puck went through the net. And they were like, no, Burkowski just missed the net. I was like, no, that puck went through the net. That was, was a goal. The puck went a, through the net. It was like a fever dream. Like, there's no way. And it's like, huh, how about that? It actually did. Yeah, It's so rare because it, I mean, it doesn't usually happen. A goal like that, like the puck from that one timer had to just find the perfect weak, weak spot 
in the netting to break it and then it snuck out under the back bar like right past the water bottle and it's like so of course that looks like yeah it just went over the net like that didn't go in the net that went over the net it was like no that went through the net i was adamant and no one believed me no one believed me and then they they stopped the play they reviewed it and they were like you know after review we've got a good goal the puck went through the net and i was like see See, I told you I know what I'm talking about. I don't think I was in that because I think I was in the middle of my uh, hockey. I hate my hockey hiatus. Oh, oh, your your I hate hockey moments. No, 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 not hate hockey. I, 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 I'm I, mad I, at I, the hockey gods. I can't watch right now. Also, not mad at the hockey gods. It was more of like I need a mental break from hockey because <laughs> at that time, because we're talking like months and months of, of just hockey, 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 mm-hmm. hockey, all this hockey, and it's kind of like. My team lost. I'm like, you know what? I th- I need. A, I, I I'm not ready. I'm not. Ready. Zach needed a few days to lick his wounds after the Canes lost, because we uh, all know he's not talking about the Blackhawks because they didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> I watched. I watched one Stanley Cup game. If that tells you anything, I, outside after a round, like zero conference games, <gasps> one Stanley Cup game. Mm-mm. If that says Nazi, anything, regardless of whether my team is in the playoffs or not. I know that hockey is about to come to an end, so I just have to consume as much hockey as humanly possible. I mean, I, I, I will have to say, though, I mean, I did watch clips and highlights. I didn't watch the actual games. games. Yeah. Yeah, so but, I, still, I still watched the hockey. It was just yeah. condensed hockey because yeah. – Once we get to the Stanley Cup playoffs – if the Hawks aren't in, which we all know that's not going to happen for a couple of years. Um, I consume as much hockey as humanly possible. Like I do love the playoff format for games because outside of the first round, there's never a game on at the same time. Mm, and I, I just, they I hate, play on I, opposite days. I hate, I hate the format. I hate the formatting though. I, I miss the one through eight seedings. Ladies and gentlemen, this just in. Francois Brassard sends it down the ice, making him the 14th goaltender in ECHL history to score a goal. Wow. We got a goalie goal. And we love Brass because Brass played in Jacksonville last year. He is an amazing dude. Um, great we, Selly. I mean, slid across his knees on the ice. That's awesome. Um, if, go we, to the ECHL's Twitter account if you'd like to see it. Um, he's well, pumped up. We almost had a goalie goal for the Bruins last night. I mean, it's oh, I know we don't talk about them, but Jeremy Swayman almost got a goalie goal. You know what? I would be 100% okay with a Swayman or an Olmark goalie goal. 100%. He missed, he missed know, by that much. Regardless of which Tendy is playing, I know that the other one is hopping off of the bench and they're going to oh. do a post-game goalie hug right then and there. The, like, yeah, I know yeah. it's going to happen. Oh, yeah, for um, sure. Yeah. We're, I mean, it is the Bruins. We are here for goalie goals, but I mean. We are. So, like I said, so, so really, like, it's just, I. the thing is, I miss the one through eight seedings and then the reseeds because mm-hmm. that was actually enjoyable to watch. Now this stupid, like, the one and twos get to play, like, the wild card teams and, like, the second and third mm-hmm. place teams in the divisions have to play each other. Mm-hmm. No. Just stop. Just go back to the one through eight. It, 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 it worked. See, it made sense. At this point, I would be okay if it was just one through four for every division because the divisions are no longer unequal when it comes to size. So the wild card position made sense when there was like 
seven teams in this division and six teams in this division, et cetera, et cetera, because the numbers were uneven. But now that the divisions are all even, just go to one through four division. Yeah. And then you get one, four, two, three, standard seating kind of stuff. And you're not having cross division matches in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, like like have all the central teams play each other, have all the Pacific teams play play each other. Yes. And then whoever wins that group gets Moves to play the winner. To the conference. And then after the conference, it's the cup final. There you go. Well, it's division semi, division final. It would be, be no, it would be it would be the one through four of the divisions against each other. Then it's the winner of the one four and the two three of the divisions play each other in yes. the second round. Then yes. whoever wins that so gets, gets division be, semi the, division final conference final Stanley I, Cup I, final. I, I skipped a step in there. I, um, I I knew what you were going for. That's why yeah. it's like yeah, you go for division yeah. division conference cup, yes. which how yes. it should be. But now let's do wild cards. No, Just, if you're if you're finishing no. in the top four of your division, you're in the playoffs. I'm sick yes. of this. Like I'm sick of having like five in one division and three in the other division make it in. No, that doesn't That's, make sense. Like, as much as it sucks that the PHF mm. is like a one game and you're out kind of situation, I love how they seed the playoffs. They have a play-in tournament unless you finished in the top two in the league, and then they reseed. And we all get confused when we first see the bracket because there's things here and things here and things over here and things over here and and explanations here and here and here. But then it happens and it all makes sense. And you got to play to get in, and then you got to play to win. Yeah, it's like I said, like I understand, like not doing the one through it anymore because actually, it's I, I just the way they're doing it right now, it needs a little bit of a tweak. Yeah, but, we need to do away with the wild cards and just top four in the division make the playoffs. Done. That's how that's how it should be because then, mm-hmm. but they're like, well, we need more drama for the wild card divisions. Like, how about no, you just don't. how about you just go finish in the top four in your division, and you're good to go then, and then just go from there. Make a better hockey team, and then you won't have to worry about it. Don't don't fight for the wild card spot. Actually, fin- fight fight to finish in the top three or the top like, four. Actually, finish to win your division instead of fighting to like sneak into the wild card. Yeah, if then again, sneaking- we don't have much room to talk right now because our team is going to be nowhere near the playoffs for a couple of years. So hey, hey, we are we are we are we are still on the talk about that because we're hockey people and that's what we do. But back to the PHF, because we are not going to take away from women's hockey to talk about men's hockey. No, of course not. Um, so then Zafudo scores, getting her second goal of the game. So we have Katrin Lonergan and Olivia Zafudo on Hattie watches. One for each team. Love to see. And it. then we're all here. We're all, we're all here for Hatties. We love Hatties. Unfortunately, we did not get a Hattie. However, oh. we did get a Kennedy Marchman empty net goal. And the whale did win six to four. Kennedy have another season, Marchman? Oh, Kennedy is having herself another season. And Katrin Lonergan, honestly, not too far behind her because she is starting to have herself a little bit of a season. She is making her presence known in the PHF. And we absolutely love it. Can we talk about the MVP award that Kennedy Marchman got we can. awarded with? It- we can. It was beautiful. It's, just, it's majestic. It's just so great. Like I'm here. Like that MVP award is just. Yes. It's like it's and like if, you're, if you, it's like if you can wrap vibes into like just amazingness. This is basically mm-hmm. what it is. It's just it like. Is. It was it was absolutely beautiful, and it was also amazing to see the support from other Connecticut sports teams for Kennedy Marchman's MVP ceremony. The Connecticut Sun were there. Yep. Gus is chewing on a bone. That's the sound that you heard. <laughs> I was um, just like, what? <laughs> 
the Connecticut Sun were there. They had several players drop the puck for a ceremonial faceoff. Uh, Madison and Anya Packer were both fangirling over it, which I absolutely love. Oh, for uh, sure. Especially and, Anya. Just Anya is just. Yeah. She was like, do you know how jealous I am of my wife right now? <laughs> <laughs> and then. A- a- Anya, don't change. Just keep, please stay. Never you. change. Please never change. And um, they had video messages from the Hartford Wolfpack players and, you know, video messages from her teammates. I mean, the entire ceremony was beautiful, but that award was just chef's kiss, absolute perfection. And hopefully she'll add a couple more to her trophy self- shelf soon because this year, I mean, this year, number two, back to back. Hopefully next year, year after that. For the, how, how about how about just 10 straight years of just MVP? How about we just name it the Kennedy Marchment MVP award and call it. <laughs> As as long as long as we make like the whatever their community shield or whatever their like regular season champion mm-hmm. gets, it's the Anya Packer Award because you won the regular season. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, we, have the, we have the president's trophy. Just make it the Anya Packer trophy. Then you're, you're good to go. That's true. That's true. So um I did not watch any of the fourth white caps game. I know Zach did not either because we were discussing the <laughs> the whale pride game the entire time it was on. Um but that's, that's, tell you right that's what now, we do. That's what we do. Montreal is a force to be reckoned with. Are you still my jokes now? What the? (laughs) Still my puns? How rude. I did. How rude. (laughs) Montreal beat the Whitecaps four to one. They are a problem, though. We've been saying this for like all offseason. We've been saying this for a while now. Problem. Problem. I don't know how to say say problem in French, but that's what they are. (laughs) A problem. Well, Zach, you want to know how you say problem in French? Please don't tell me it's problem. <laughs> what? Okay, I won't tell you. What is it? I won't tell you. You told me not to tell you. Ah, oh, just tell me. Just 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 say it. Just problem. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> so the the force came out and I mean we've got a goal in the first, a goal in the second, a goal in the third. The Whitecaps finally answer after the force third goal, uh, with John Albers netting one for the Whitecaps, and then just to sweeten the pot, Montreal gets an empty net goal. And I mean it's just they are having themselves a season, and I don't hate it. No, you love to see it. it. We love to see Loved. it. Love yeah. to see it. So it was a very exciting weekend of PHF hockey. But this week we also had really exciting PHF news. So the first big piece of news was the PHF announcing that the salary cap is doubling again. And next Moist. season, the salary cap is going to be $1.5 million. With an M. With an M. With an M. They are going full send. I did the math. They could literally evenly split that up amongst a 20-player roster, and each player would be making $75,000 a year. So potentially no second jobs unless they want one. But, I mean, if you're making $75,000, though, and you get to play hockey? That, my friends, is what we like to call a livable wage. For professional hockey players. For professional female women's hockey oh. players, women's hockey players, same, same thing. Tomatoes also, 
Also, I mean, the PHF does have rules in place for transgender hockey players as well. So we don't want to exclude them. Um, so 75K a year for professional PHF hockey players. We'll go with that. Um, but that is just another step. And it's another thing showing that there is a reason why the PHF has been successful up to this point and while they will, why they will continue to be successful next season, the season after that. They have slowly grown the game. And it's hard to imagine that two seasons ago, the salary cap was $150,000 per team. <laughs> like That's insane. Like You go from $150,000 to $1.5 million. Like I think was like what a five hundred percent growth or something or not nine hundred percent percent growth because you have to remember there's a whole like extra team and stuff in there. Yeah, so like a nine hundred percent growth in like a couple seasons go from that to now you're in the millions range. The millions, and that is absolutely massive. I loved seeing the player reactions online to the announcement. Oh yeah, like th- this is showing the world that professional women's hockey is sustainable mm-hmm. it is showing them that there are places out there that believe in these teams and what they're doing and what they're presenting to the world because they are continuing to invest in them and and buy into them and and continuing to grow them they now next season every player in the phf will most likely have a contract with a livable wage what? they have health insurance and dental insurance and vision insurance I they mean, have new I arenas, mean, new arenas with their own sections to have yeah. an actual locker room. I mean, we're talking like just being able to watch the games, new mm-hmm. jerseys almost every season. Like we're actually getting like, like all-star yeah. games. They're going to be super exciting to watch. I, I know we'll talk about that in a little while too, but it's like, there's just so much going for this league right now. Yeah. It's like, it's, for the fact of what Tyler did when she was here as the last commissioner, and now you get Reagan, who's all who come who just came in and who's already made a big impact. Like mm-hmm. you see all the signings that the league has got now. Like we're yeah. getting a lot of really good talent coming in. Like we're talking international and even here in North America, mm-hmm. players are moving over to the PHF because they're seeing what's happening. And now you're getting a salary cap increased. Like we're mm-hmm. talking a possible eighth team very, very soon as well. It's like how like I don't know how like the graphics took a, like an extra jump this year too. Ellie like, Hartley are just killing the graphics. Like oh well, there's more. Well, there's more about Ellie and, and Hartland. We're gonna talk about a little bit too. But oh, I mean, it's so. just, but it's just the fact of everything that's been going on. It's like I don't know how you're not excited. Like we like we went from what well, we did it like from you know, like everyone at like like Placid on Twitch, mm-hmm. like how huge that was. Just seeing like the momentum from like placid and twitch to now it's like espn plus and now it's like oh and we also have fantasy phf hockey now too from Mm -hmm. she plays like it's like right now like the all it's just so much momentum being built for the phf it's just so great like i mean it's amazing how in seven seasons this is where we've gotten and yeah, in the middle of season eight, we are just even getting more better news in the yeah. middle of the eighth season. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, they've announced that the eighth expansion is going to happen. We're just trying to lock down a location. We've got neutral site games, which is just absolutely phenomenal. Um, and we've got, I mean, 
the third season in a row, the salary cap is doubling. Yeah. Like right. it's, it's absolutely insane. And I mean, the, the neutral site game, I'm, I'm really excited for They They announced it at obviously when the schedule came out that there was going to be neutral site games, but I didn't really understand quite what was going on other than like, okay, so are they just not playing at their normal home arenas? Like, are they doing what the force is doing and doing like a tour? Like what is happening? And this week they also announced the neutral site location, which is going to be in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And it will be the force versus the whale. And don't mind my dogs because they're just being dogs. Um, They are doing just so many amazing things. We've got support from NHL teams. We've got the penguins sending out links on how to purchase tickets. And honestly, the best part of this to me are the jerseys that the whale will be wearing. Because they will not be wearing their traditional Connecticut whale green and blue. They will be wearing special Pittsburgh pennies jerseys. And the Pittsburgh pennies were a team that was founded in 1972 when title nine began. And it was a way to grow hockey for women. They had, they, this part is the one that always got me when their first season they had five players on their roster. Oh my! Two word. years later, they had thirty. That's crazy. And so the whale are are taking this opportunity with this neutral site game in Pittsburgh to honor the women who laid the foundation for this league to exist, and that is just absolutely beautiful, and it's absolutely stunning. Um, it, just like the Isabel Cup being named after Lord Stanley's daughter, yeah. because she was the first known female hockey player. Yeah. So, I mean, the way this league embraces history and embraces the people who came before them with this love of this sport is just something that's been desperately needed for a long time. Oh, for sure. A hundred percent. Like, like we mentioned earlier, like, you know, they're asking Reagan about it and like, they're asking like, would you, would you be open to possibly putting PHF teams in NHL markets? And it's like, honestly, like, it would be kind of cool to see if that was actually possible. I mean, you do have some teams. I mean, the Boston Pride and the Bruins Mm -hmm. are kind of right there. I mean, you got the Islanders and the Devils kind of doing something with the the Ribs. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. so many I mean, the Ribs used to play in the Devils practice facility before they started with American Dream. And, I mean, it's just another team that now has their own home rink with their own home locker room. Yeah, and their own. I mean, watching a ribs game is fun at American Dream because the walls are covered in Riveter stuff. They have special tarps that they put out for the Riveters that yeah. celebrate women's hockey. It's it's amazing. Like you said, with the what's with the Pittsburgh Pennies, and like honestly though, having a team in Pittsburgh would be kind of nice. Like I, you know, Pittsburgh gets Pittsburgh. You know, if you're talking outside of other sports, I mean, but I mean, honestly, for the women's league, like it would be a nice little connector team. In mm-hmm. between pretty much everyone else in the East and Minnesota. Kind of in Minnesota. I mean, it's <laughs> it's still a good distance from Minnesota to Pittsburgh, but it's still it would still work in a sense where like because we thought about maybe Chicago or maybe Detroit, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh wouldn't be a bad option to have mm-hmm. a team like that. I mean, if they think of the sick color, I mean I you that entire series black and gold. I would be surprised if they didn't go with black and gold. I, mean, yeah. I would, I would hope they go with their own identity, but it's, but Pittsburgh. also like when you're in a certain market, you know, like what, what Pittsburgh works. fans 
love the black and gold, black and yellow. The thing like, is, the jerseys, they would look kind of nice, though. If we're talking like, like if they named the, if they named, if they named the new team the Pittsburgh Pennies or just Pittsburgh whatever mm-hmm. they want to do it with, like think of like the the, the how those would look too, oh, especially yeah. they, in the league. They would be absolutely beautiful. I mean, the original Pennies jerseys are, is just a double P. Um, nothing wrong with that. I mean, I mean, look what yeah. the Pittsburgh Penguins are going to wear for the Winter Classic. It's just this. It looks like a Pittsburgh Pirates jersey. With it the, does with the, how their how their P looks, but honestly though, like. The double P's would look phenomenal on like mm-hmm. on an all black or an all gold jersey. Well, like, and the the whale are basically taking the C and the W, and they're putting like a tiny pucky in the middle, and it's going to be like that. the blue with like the the orangey gold color. So right. I mean, they are fully respecting their heritage and their history, and it's just it's one of those things where I don't think a lot of hockey fans appreciate how long women have been trying. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You can live a long, healthy life if you're HIV positive. With the current treatments, we can get patients down to being undetectable. The array of options is so much greater today. U equals U. Undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone who's HIV positive, they're taking their medication, they're undetectable, they're not able to pass HIV to their partners. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at doitforyoumc.org. To yeah. develop a league for them to play hockey in. Yeah, I the the way the Will are going to do it, it's absolutely amazing. Like I said, if we're picking another city to get an eighth team, Pittsburgh would not be a bad spot because obviously because mm-hmm. they they do a lot of stuff already in the PWHPA. They're going to do this with the PHF. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if you if you if you put an eighth team right there in Pittsburgh, that yeah. one like no one's going to have a problem with that because at least you've got a team like that well, that and- can start expanding out to the Midwest. And there's a couple places, honestly, where the eighth team would make sense outside of like Pittsburgh, Detroit. You could put a, a, a team in Ohio. I mean, the support for, for Ohio State's women's hockey team is phenomenal. Yeah, it, it would have to be Columbus. Cleveland, maybe. Not sure that I know. It would need to be in Columbus. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean uh, yeah, it would have to be Columbus because like, that's the only one that kind of makes sense, like I said, because yeah. outside of that. Yeah. So, I mean, you could go Ohio, you could go Indiana. Um, uh, yeah, Indianapolis, Fort Wayne, mm-hmm. maybe Notre Dame, possibly. But I mean, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of northern Midwestern states where a team would work. I mean, selfishly, Zach and I would absolutely love like South Carolina or Florida. I'd be okay with I'd be okay with North Carolina. I'd be okay with the yeah. North Carolina team. South Carolina, I, I, I think it's impossible. It, hockey is not. It's South Carolina has two professional minor league teams, sir. They do, but it, <laughs> I, don't, I don't run into a lot of hockey fans down here. I you do, but it's not enough. Yeah, but but honestly, I though, mean, but Wisconsin wouldn't be a bad spot either, though, for a hockey team. It wouldn't, and I mean, it would put another team closer to Minnesota, but it wouldn't kind of solve that middle section between like the PHF and the Minnesota Whitecaps. 
Like I'm intentionally pointing off screen because that's how far Minnesota is from the rest of the league. I mean, it really is. Cause like, yeah. Cause if we're talking about linking like Detroit, Pittsburgh, Columbus, Indiana would probably be the, the areas where you could get one mm-hmm. or even Chicago. Yeah. Like Chicago we'd would love, be a good spot. We'd love that. Yeah. That would be good. It, it would also be like very conflicting. Well, so would Pitt, well, wouldn't Pittsburgh be conflicting too since they did a lot of no? Because, see, here's the thing I will never not love the whale, but I've always loved oh, the Chicago oh. Blackhawks. Oh, oh, you're talking about that aspect. I thought you were talking yeah. about the PWHPA presence in no, the city. No, no, okay. no, 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 no. I'm talking about city alliances. Yeah, I, I get what yes. you're saying. Yeah, that would be that would be yes. very conflicting. I'm like, uh, about that. Uh, what do I do? But I mean, like, honestly, I love the whale, I love them so much. Their logo is tattooed on my arm, so um. Just make them your second team. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, here's the thing. And this is part of the reason it took me so long to, like, choose a favorite. I just love the NWHL slash PHF. Like, I consumed all of the content possible. I could never pick a favorite until I was basically told I had no choice and I needed to figure it out. And after some soul searching and some like Olympic style games where like, it was like, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z and see what happens. Like my heart was just like the whale. So that's where I landed and it's fine. Like I, I love them and I will always love them, but a Chicago PHF team would, especially if they're playing at a fifth third, that would very much confuse me and, and give me conflicting feelings, but it is what it is. So um, since we're talking about the city of Chicago, Oh, do we have to? I guess we also have to talk about the Chicago Blackhawks since, you know, that's the other reason we're here. So, as oh, you can oh, tell. Oh, oh are, we, are we on the hockey part of the yeah, woe? We're, we're on the hockey part of woe hockey. As, as you can tell on the board behind me, um, only one number changed on our season record from last week. And it's in the loss column because now the Hawks are 7, 18, and 4. No question mark either. There's no question. Um, no, mark there's anymore. no more question mark on the tank for Bedard. I've seen several draft simulators in the last couple of days. Now that the Hawks are officially in 32nd place in the league, I was going to say that. Yeah, we're we are we are officially official and, into, into the last place spot. It's, and almost every draft draft lottery simulator that I saw had the Blackhawks getting the first overall pick <laughs> in the next draft. Um, it has definitely become that season. And I mean, we all knew that it was going to be that season. And again, like watching this team play is not painful because they may be losing, but they're not playing poorly. No, it's they're just playing better hockey teams with better rosters than the Blackhawks have. Yeah, they pretty much are. I mean, if you really look at the goal differential, the goal differential isn't really. Mm-mm. As bad as like say Columbus is at forty, the the Blackhawks are at forty two. At least we're not the Ducks, which are a minus fifty six. Yeah, so like I that's mean, an end of worse. season goal differential, not like a barely even mid season goal differential. Uh, the Ducks, the Ducks have played thirty two games and are already at a minus fifty six. Like they're Oof. nine, they're nine twenty and three. And well, I mean, Trevor Zegers can't score all the goals, so. No, I mean, and Troy Terry can't carry the team either, too. So, I mean, the, yeah. Terry and Zegers can't do everything. I mean, no. or McTavish. I mean, it's just yeah. the thing. The thing that the Hawks also have three games in hand on the Ducks, and they're only mm-hmm. three points back. So it's like they could potentially 
leapfrog the Ducks, but I don't see it's just yeah. the, only, the, only reason, yeah. the only reason why the Jackets are so bad is because I don't know. That does that also doesn't make any sense, but I mean it is what it is. As as fun as he is, I will blame the Jackets being so bad on Patrick Line's fashion sense. Like this is <laughs> Yeah, this is what you get for doing that. But I mean for the Hawks this is what you get. For the Hawks, I mean, we kind of knew it was going to be bad. And and I love how people keep keep trying to tell everyone else, like, well, they only get an 18% chance. They're, they're not guaranteed the number one spot. Like, Yes, we all know it, how it, draft lotteries work. Yeah, we're not dumb. Uh, no. I, I, I know when people try to mansplain hockey to you, even though you're like, oh, please tell me more, even though I've been around it my entire life. Let's try this again, shall we? It's one of those things where it's like, okay, we understand how the draft lotteries work. So, um. They might lose the spot, but it's the it's the NHL. Do you we really want the think, best chance possible? Do you really and think Gary Bevan? Do you really think Gary Bevan one on one see Connor Bedard with the Blackhawks with Patty Kane? I mean, I just it's one of the like I love people on the internet who are like, you guys don't understand how the draft lottery works. No, no, because we've been here before. So it's, we understand exactly how this works. However, Patrick, Patrick Kane, Jonathan Tate, well, Kirby Jonathan Doc. Tate was not a number one. Neither was Doc. Um, but we know how this works. Um, the point. Is, the point is, yeah. like, we know we don't we know how the thing works. We know how this works. We know, like, that it's not guaranteed. I mean, we saw it happen with several teams in the last couple of years. Like Arizona. Just- oh, Arizona got absolutely hosed. They did, and twice. And Here's the other thing, because um, this happened in the last draft. Just because you're the best overall hockey player available does not mean you will be the number one overall draft pick. Most definitely, but Connor, but Connor Bernard, though. Oh, I know. Oh, no, no, I know. He's absolutely insane. And if, yeah, yeah, like- if the Hawks hawk up this draft and we have the number one pick and we don't have Connor Bedard – um, I'm gonna need a GoFundMe to like for, for all the go therapy <laughs> for for not only for therapy but for the trip to Chicago that I will be taking as I beat down Kyle Davidson's office door at the United Center to yell at him in person. And also, I'll probably need bail money in that GoFundMe as well. Well, luckily Courtney and them are out there, so they can like, come get you real quick from Rockford. It's just like you can't like. Shane Wright, I think a lot of people, everyone's kind of shocked that Shane Wright wasn't picked first, but there was also like, there was kind of some questions mm-hmm. as well. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like, like so a lot of people thought it was a slam dunk number one, even though there were some people who are like, no, it's not really a slam dunk number one for Shane Wright, which. Yeah. Well, and the with thing with Bedard, Shane Wright, though, Shane oh, Wright sorry. would not fit into what the Canadians are building. Exactly. So and that kind of makes sense why they didn't do it because yeah. it, it wasn't it wasn't a you're making us better. It's like are you make are you fitting into what we're, our system yeah. is? Like we're already building something, and you don't fit into that puzzle piece. I just thought it was hilarious because they whined and dined this kid, and he was feeling pretty confident he was going to be wearing a Habs jersey. Oh, and they just the absolutely like, psych. And then the Habs were like, we're drafting Slavkovsky. And everybody was like, and it's like, yeah, but if you look at Slavkovsky's like play style and his game and even how he's been playing this season, he fits so perfectly. And also too, like 
Shane Wright also did get, he also got conditioned stinted by Seattle to go play in Coachella Valley too. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah, of course now he came, now he, now he came back and now he's scoring goals, but at the same time it's kind of like, oh, that's mm. yeah. it almost it almost seemed like it made sense for the Canadians to go for a guy who actually fits their system because mm-hmm. I mean because it's different because the fact that Montreal got that spot because the fact that they played really bad before they got Murray St. Louis the coach and now they got him they actually started playing better but by that point kind of too late for them to save themselves so it was just one of those things but I mean yeah but with Connor Bedard though like this isn't a question this dude is a bona fide like he's a Patty Kane he's automatically number one. Mm-hmm. Whoever gets him is picking him like yeah, that's he, he's he's a Kane he's a, a McDavid. He is one of those, like, this is the guy. Like, he is a slam dunk number one pick. Like, this dude is going to yeah. get picked. Well, and the other part of it is he is such a I, – I don't even know if versatile is the best way to put it, but his style of play isn't, like, so niche. Like, no. he doesn't have to fit into a system. He no, can he adapt to any system put in front of him. He is an absolute it's cheat code. He's a cheat code. He's a cheat code. He's an absolute cheat code. He is, like for the fact of like you see how many point like the point streaks he's been on how many points totals he's got in Regina like so, it's a and for so, the like, for the for the world junior teams like the, for the fact for the fact that even like Shane Wright is on the June is on, he's going to go and play for Canada in the world juniors mm-hmm. he's not even the one C on that team but Dart is the one C yeah and he's not even in the league. And he's yeah. he's above a guy who is in the league right now as a rookie. Like that should tell, yeah, that should tell you something that, that you get a kid who's in juniors, who's the one C of the of the of the world of the of the junior world team. Oh, yeah. um, so we also forgot too. We also get the mention in, in the Woho part, the women's worlds. Ah, oh, the women's worlds. Look, I have consumed so much hockey this weekend <laughs> that. My brain is just forgetting things. Yeah, but the the women's worlds have been announced too. Yes. Uh, I, I I know I sent this to you. Give me one second. You did not. Oh, yeah, I did. If you looked at the Twitter. You did not. I thought I did. You did not. I so really anyway, thought. I, well, uh, either way. Wolzak is way. searching. Um, the Hawks are playing, are, are losing, but they're not playing bad hockey. And we do have one milestone thing to talk about, and then we'll get to the women's worlds. So as we all know, Alexander Ovechkin is officially on the quest to beat Wayne Gretzky's all-time goal-scoring record in the NHL. And of course, in true Chicago Blackhawk fashion, we made sure to get him one notch closer when the Capitals came to visit the Blackhawks a few days ago because Alexander Ovechkin was 797 goals on the career. But you Hawks fans, you know, we like to give people their, their celebratory things. We love to give rookies their first NHL goals. We love to have goalies get their 500th win. We just, we are a giving organization when it comes to other teams records and the Blackhawks can or the Blackhawks hosted the Capitals and Alexander Ovechkin scored a hat trick and got to goal number 800 on his career that game and mad stick taps to all of the Hawks fans in attendance because 
though we may love our Blackhawks, we are also very much hockey traditionalists. And I love that hats were thrown for Obi's hat trick. Um, that is not, it's, that that's not a typical thing for visiting teams to get hats thrown for hat tricks. And the Hawks fans definitely understood the significance of that moment because, I mean, at that point, he was one goal away from tying Gordie Howe and two goals away from superseding Gordie Howe on the list of all-time goals scored. So it is amazing to see. I mean, he is on a quest. Apparently someone is at my door, but I'm going to ignore them. Um, and he is just scoring goals absolutely left and right. And I'm wondering when he gets to the great ones record, is he like, all right, I'm done. I think he does a break. He's like, just like, no, like he, he, he gets there. He scores like the one goal yeah. over to achieve the record. And then he's like, and with this like post game interview, he's like, you know, it was a great game. I, I got the record. It was beautiful. And with this, I am announcing my retirement from the NHL. I am no longer playing hockey. Have a good day. Like, I would love, because a lot of people are like, well, he had a, hit a thousand. I don't think anyone's ever going to hit a thousand, but I mean, 900 something would be kind of cool to see if, if we're how far we get into that. But I don't know. It's just, my yeah. thing is, though, for the fact of how long he's been in this league, why has no one figured out his office spot? Like, why are we. Like, why is this man still being left alone in the office? Like, that's it's been it's been a question that's been asked for like the last like decade. Why has no one stopped that? Like, I do, look. I wish I had an answer because like, it's like, like when it, why, when why it comes, do you forget this? I don't know because like literally that is like they should just on all NHL ice have like a number eight over that spot on the ice on every sheet of ice because that is where. Alexander Ovechkin goals to score goals. That is where he goes. That is the place. Why there is never a defenseman anywhere near him when he is in his office, I will never understand. He has been in the league for long enough for people to know that is where the man goes to score the goals. I know. Like right? make him figure out a new place because because we should all know that this place should be defended by now if he's on the ice. I know. Like, I just, I just never understand why the league has never figured this out. Like, Oh, let's just, let's just keep doing it and see what happens. Like why he's been doing this for so long. How has this not been figured out yet? I don't understand. Like, what are we doing? So it's not like he's insanely fast or anything. Like he just stands there. He all he does is stand there. He just waits and waits and waits. Oh, here's a pass. Boom. Yeah. And it's like, if Obi's line is on the ice. You want to know where one of the defenders should be in his office with him. Like the fact, the fact of how, the lane. the fact of how wide open he is too. Like it's like people forget he's over there. Like how can you forget where he stands? Like he, he he's not a small guy. He's to not small. To be foul. People used to forget that Alex DeBrinket was on the ice when Patrick Kane had the puck. Also very true, and also it's Patty Kane, so he can be dangerous on the pass and the shots. I mean, yes, and Alex. I mean, they, Alex Ovechkin like, passes, but still, yeah. But they would like triple team Kaner, forgetting that like Alex DeBrinket and Dylan Strom existed. So yeah, it's just the fact that the, forget Alexander Ovechkin's there. It's like, mm, do you remember? Do you forget that he also plays for the Caps, and he's like in the same spot every time. Like he he's a, he's in no other spot. 
he's just there. That that's where he lives. That's his office. Like like I said, the number eight should just be painted on that spot on the ice, and then At, maybe teams would remember. Yeah, like every home every home arena just puts an eight there. Like it's a new league wide rule. Congratulations, mm-hmm. you guys got dunked on so many times by this one dude. That we in this had one to spot. change the surface of the ice so that you could remember that this is where Alexander Ovechkin takes ninety seven percent of his shots from. Yeah, like congratulations. Now we have the OV spot as <laughs> mandatory ice markings. Like it, it's insane, but like I mean, here's my thing: are because like everyone says like oh well ninety nine is retired because he's gotten so many records. Mm-hmm. Does eight get retired across the entire league at some point just because of the fact that it's Ovi or because of the fact that Gretzky's got so many records that like, that's the reason why they had to retire ninety nine. Ninety nine is retired because. Wayne Gretzky is Wayne Gretzky. Well, yeah, because, because because he has like 60 plus records in the league. It's just an absolute yeah. joke. There are two reasons why I don't think eight will be retired league wide. It's only a goal scoring record. Also very true. Too many people in the league wear the number eight. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I agree with you there. I'm just saying, you, you know, someone's going to bring up that conversation of do you retire at eight? And my answer is no. no. You just don't what, do that because it's Wayne Gretzky. He has to because no one wears 99. And if someone, unless you're in beer league and some guy thinks he's the coolest thing in the world. Oh, you just, uh, and, well, they, and then they just get chirped the whole time. So. Were you doing but, nine, nine? You think you're were you doing nine, nine? Oh, you think you're the great one, nine, nine? Um, so here's my, if in the next two or three seasons, Obi's going to break 59 other records. Then yes, retire his jersey league wide. Uh, yeah, but like the record, like for me, the records that would matter most to possibly get that conversation started is he would have to hit like 200 points in a season mm-hmm. because Gretzky did that multiple times. Mm-hmm. No one has ever, no one's ever even hit the one. When was the last time someone hit the 150s in this generation? Yeah. And here's the other thing Obi would have to pass the puck more to get more assists. Yeah. Like, like, because I, I love this stat for just to put it in perspective. Cause people think, oh, okay, it's Gretzky's. If you take away, if you take away Gretzky, all of Gretzky's goals, he would still hold the record just by his assists alone. Yeah. Cause he that's would how still that's own the league wide points record on just assists alone mm-hmm. without his 800 plus goals. It's just insane that Gretzky, like, if Gretzky at 900, I don't think it, I don't think this record's gonna, like no one thought this record was gonna get broken. But like if Gretzky got 900, it wouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. But how fat like the thing is Ovechkin for me, it's like Gretzky did it because he did it like multiple ways of, of scoring, like yes. five goals a game, four goals a game. Mm-hmm. He did like 50 and 39 and stuff like that. But I don't know. It's are you ready for some fun Gretzky records? Because I just had to look. I just I had to. Okay, so real so. quick, real quick for the Woho. I, I did find I did find the Woho stuff. Okay, go ahead. April 5th to the 16th of 2023, mm-hmm. it's going to be held in Brampton, Canada for oh. the 2023 IIHF Women's Worlds. Yes. So we do have a host state. we got 10 teams in this one. Um, Canada, Chechnya, Finland, France is going to be in because they just got promoted from the 2022 Division 1A, which I'll get to in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, Germany, Hungary, Japan, Sweden, Switzerland, and the United States. Okay. Uh, the 2021 or the sorry, 2022 IHF Women's Division One 
it was 11 teams. And I forget why it was, it was in the group A and the group B term. I think that however that worked. Oh yeah. So, yeah. So France was the host. They placed 10th in the 29 top division. Mm-hmm. I forget. I don't know how they, they, they work the one a one B division, like how, who gets promoted, who doesn't for like all these participants, but basically, mm-hmm. yeah. So group a, it's going to be United States, Canada, Switzerland, Chechnya, and Japan. Then Group B is going to be Finland, Sweden, Hungary, Germany, and France. So those are going to be our groups. But yes, we finally got the women's worlds again. Yes. It's been a, it's been a bit, but it's going to be in April between the fifth and the sixteenth in okay. Brampton, Canada. So there you Yay, go. Yay, Ontario! Congratulations on to Brampton, Ohio, uh, Ohio, Jesus, Ontario, for hosting the women's worlds. Please treat our beloved players well. And I cannot wait for the competition. I'm so excited. You you know what that um, means though? You, me, and Courtney are gonna have to do a lot of it, <laughs> a lot of like just interactions of just talking about the worlds and stuff like that, and oh, possible possible dagger appearances to talk about women's oh, worlds. Oh darn! Whatever will we do? So I mean, it's it's gonna be fun. I'm ex- I'm just excited to have Courtney back on for multiple appearances during during the uh, women's worlds because. You kind of have to at that point. It's like we do. You kind of have to. So, back to Wayne Gretzky, and for anyone who is a newer hockey fan who maybe doesn't quite understand why Wayne Gretzky is called the Great One. Currently, Wayne Gretzky holds sixty-one NHL records. That's a lot of records. That's a lot of records. A single season mark of ninety-two goals. 163 assists and 215 points. That's so stupid. That's so stupid. I hit two. Like, we were talking when guys say like 115. It's like, oh, that's amazing. It's like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. well, about that. Try to add another 100 on top of that. It's like, like Connor McDavid's like two seasons back to back. Gretzky did it in one year. Like, what? this is one of my favorite st- uh, records he holds. A point streak of 51 games. He has 894 career goals and 2,857 career points. 15 seasons of 100 or more points. 13 of those seasons were consecutive. How many 200-point seasons did he have? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. It's not on this list. Oh. Uh, I mean, it should be. It's a record in and of itself. It's like, come on. In 81-82, at the age of 20 years old. Wayne Gretzky scored 50 goals in 39 games. 
The previous record was 50 goals in 50 games set by Maurice Rocket Richard. And then equaled by Mike Bossy in 80-81. On that run, in game 38, he scored four goals. And in game five, he scored, f- or in game 39, he scored five goals. The fact that he scored eight goals in two games to do it in 39 is just absolutely insane. Nine goals in two games. Nine go- What did I say? Eight? You said eight. We said, oh, that's right. Because four, I don't, why four. I, I don't know why you said three and five. Yeah, yes. four and five. Nine goals in two games. Like, that's, that's like, that's like, that's hockey. That's video game stats. That's like yes. just. In his career, he hoisted the Stanley Cup four times with Edmonton, won the art or the Hart Trophy nine times as the NHL's MVP, won the Art Ross Trophy. 10 times as the league's leading scorer, including seven consecutive times. He won the Conn Smythe Trophy twice and won the Lady Bing Trophy and the Ted Lindsay Award five times. Like, there is a reason the number 99 is retired league-wide, and that is it. Like that, like that, like that's not going to get like a lot of those records are not going to get broken. Yeah, like, like there's no way. There's like no way two thousand eight hundred and fifty-seven career points. I think that one's going to be firmly set in the record books for a very, very long time. And just because like, we did talk about how his, he his assists would still have the points record in his career. I did math wrong. Hold on. My phone is being mean to me. He had 1,963 assists. No one's no one's touching that record either. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, like almost 2,000 assists alone is absolutely stupid. He has over double the number of assists to goals in his career. <laughs> That's that's what I'm saying. Like his assists alone would give him the points record just because of and like and, and you, they almost throw 900 goals on top of that. You're just like, what? Yeah. Like, like that, that's what I said. Like Wayne Gretzky was a problem for the entire league, and the fact that he only mm-hmm. won four cups says like it's just insane. Mm-hmm. And I still remember as a kid, my dad still has this poster, and it was printed right before Wayne Gretzky scored his. 1,000th point, and it is a hockey goal filled with 999 pucks. Like, insane. Because it takes up about half the goal. Yeah. Like, and the thing, too, is, like, he was pretty young breaking a lot of these records, too. Like, he was, like, in his, like, 30s or 40s doing it. Like, no, like, he had a lot of these records, like, in his mid 20s almost yeah like mid to late 20s like that's how much all all these records he had broken he was 20 years old when he broke the 50 goal record in 39 games he was 20 yeah like at 20 i could not imagine doing something of that nature yeah 
But of course, you know, there's, there's people out there. It's like, oh, well, he never lifted the puck. Goalies back then sucked. Blah 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 blah. It's like it's still hockey. It's still the professional hockey league. Like it doesn't matter what area you're in. I'm pretty sure if Wayne Gretzky was born in our generation, oh my gosh, with no he hold- would. The fact is, though, there was holding back then too, and two line passes. Mm-hmm. There was no offense like it is now. There course, was also, the goalies are bigger. The goalies are bigger, but still. Yes, but there was also no foot in the blue paint. You couldn't crash the net. You had two-line passing. You had all of the other things that have been eliminated from the game that make it what it is today. Yeah, if holdings you, and everything else. It's If you put 20-year-old Wayne Gretzky in the 2003 draft with Alexander Ovechkin. Oh, my. Ovi would be something that no one talked about. Ovi, 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 and, Ovi and Sid would not have been talked about. No. Like, like, regardless of whatever, there were so many other rules that hindered him from scoring more goals and setting up more assists Yeah, that don't exist in today's game. It's where it's all offense now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like, there's not much fighting. There's not a lot of holding. There's, like I said, two line passes. There's no, mm-hmm. like I said, the, the goalies are a little bit bigger and they have more padding on them. But I mean, still, <laughs> though, I mean, not that much. I mean, Wingers has still played in an era with a lot of good goalies, though, too. So, I mean, it's not like there were a bunch of chumps yeah. back then. Yeah. It's like, like, it's not like he was playing against all like SPHL goalies in the 80s. Like there were still really good goaltenders and they wore a lot less equipment and a lot less safe helmets. Yeah. Like I could not imagine Wayne Gretzky in a more offensive league like it is now. Like mm-hmm. it would be absolutely insane. And the thing was like, they didn't even train back then. Like they do now in the, in the NHL. No. Like imagine Wayne Gretzky in, in like in this day and age of like, of all the technology and like eight-year-olds having like personal trainers and skating coaches and the the treadmill skating things with the harnesses like or the nutrition and everything else like there's just so many it's like like wayne gretzky born in the 80s would still dominate hockey today yeah so there is a reason there's a reason he is the great one for sure. Now, if only he'd ever worn a Blackhawks jersey, that would have been great. Yeah, very true. And going back to the Blackhawks real quick, I mean, you want to run through some stats real quick because I got them pulled up of our of our boys. Okay, here I'm gonna here read the stats, Zachary. I'm gonna give you the floor. Oh, hold on. Now you have the floor. <laughs> um. Just put yourself back up. It's so weird just me being by myself. I'm not <laughs> just I refuse. Read the stats, Zachary. <laughs> All right. So points wise, Patrick Kane leads, no surprise. 22 points in 29 games, four goals, 18 assists. Max Domi's got 20 points, 10 points even across the board. Jonathan Taves with 17 points. Taylor Radish with 13. <laughs> Kurashev at 12. And then Dickinson at 10. And then after that, it's like, nah, it's just single digits all the way at the bottom. Like Anthony CU has nine points in 28. Caleb Jones has nine and 23. Seth Jones has nine and 19. 
Yeah, it's just it's a. I mean, luckily everyone who's on the roster has a point. Like Ian Mitchell has one point in this five games they play, so at least everyone's gotten a point. There's no zeros on the team. Um, Kachuk two points in fifteen games. Connor Murphy three and twenty nine. Uh, for the goalies, Pia Morazic two seven and one with a four twenty four goals against average, eight seventy two for save percentage. I could tell uh, you're getting nervous there, buddy. So I figured I'd bail you out and hop back in the stream. Love it. I, I appreciate it. It's too much, too much. Uh, Soderblom, uh, two, two, he's two, nine and two mm-hmm. with a 317 goals against average and a 904 save percentage. And then Alex Daylock, three, two and one, 293 goals against and a 914 save percentage. I, I know we don't do a lot of like plus minus for us. It's kind of whatever. It's kind of like a stat you have to add with like time on ice, but I just want to read out some minuses real quick. There, I, Jake McCabe has a, he's a, he's a plus four. He's the only, he's the only plus guy at plus four. Way to go, Jake. He's the only plus on this entire team. He's a plus four in, in 26, <laughs> 26 games. He has one goal, eight assists for nine points. And he's a plus four. We're proud right. of you, Jake McCabe. Keep doing it. Yeah. Okay. Here, here comes the bad news. Oh god. Leading the team in plus minus, Patrick in the negative. Kane, in the negative, I'm assuming. I mean, yeah. I mean, McCabe's a four. Then someone's at minus. Uh, who's at minus one? Ah, go back. Oh, Tyler Johnson. But he's only played in eight games. But Connor yeah. Murphy. Connor Murphy's a minus two, and he's played in 29. So I mean, there's okay. that. Patrick Kane Honestly, with a minus. That is a positive. Connor Murphy being a minus two in 29 games is phenomenal. Two goals and one assist for three points, but he does have 23 PIMs. So maybe that's also a, a, a he's in the box he's, a little bit. He's in the box, so he can't take a Oh minus. no, I'll, I'll I'll get to the I'll get to the PIMs totals here in a bit too. But Patrick Kane, minus 21. He's your <sighs> leader in the minus category. He's on the ice a lot. He's on the ice a lot, and that's like this is why plus minus is such like a BS stat because you could be at the bench door about to get off the ice. And if the other team scores, you get a minus, like it doesn't matter if you're actively engaged in the play, you get a minus. So that's, that's why I look at plus minus. I I call it like what we like how, what me and Bailey call it. We call it a, it's a stat you have to add on to with Mm -hmm. time on ice. Like it's, it's Mm -hmm. like a, it's like a, it's like a hybrid stat. If you're playing like 32 minutes a night, like Duncan Keith, and you have a minus 21 on a bad team, that makes sense because the team is bad and you're always on the ice. Sorry, not a hybrid stat, a context stat. Plus yes. minus is a context yes. context stat to yes. time on ice as well. You've got to combine the two. Now you can see that's where I wish people would learn more of like if you add those two combined, you can actually see how good a guy is or how bad he is by the combined stats of that. So yes. that's how people should start looking at it. Philip Kershev with a minus 18. Seth Jones is a minus 18 in 19 games. I'm not surprised by that, but I mean, for how many games he's played less, it still is in the top three. The fact that he's a minus 18 and Patrick Kane is a minus 21 and he has played 10 less games than Kaner. 29 for Kaner, Seth Jones for 19. Yeah. So almost, almost a goal against a night for Seth Jones. Yeah. Uh, uh, who's the other Johnson? Jo- Tyler Johnson, Reese Johnson, Jay Johnson, ja, um, 
Jack Johnson. Sorry, Jack. I forgot his first name for a hot, for a hot second. I'm like, what's Johnson? I know it's I know it's because I know it has a J, but I'm like, what's his first name again? Um, so my, since Zach is really confused about the Johnson, he's not alone because guess what? <laughs> Referees are also confused by the number of Johnsons that we have on our team because they continually will go over to the bench and verify that there are in fact three players with the last name Johnson on the lineup card and verify that that they all have different first names. And yes, the Blackhawks currently have three rostered players with the last name Johnson, Jack, Reese, and Tyler. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. <laughs> For the fact you had a solo cam that. just I figured, you know, you had your moment that wasn't like my accidental moment. So I figured I would just take my moment to explain the Johnson confusion for the Blackhawks. So Johnson, Johnson, and Johnson isn't a, a law firm. It's just. It's not. It is three players on the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, Jonathan Tays minus 14, Max Domi and Raj minus 12, then Caleb Jones is a minus 11, then we go back into the single digits. Now, Pims. Oh, boy. Pa- uh, Jonathan Tays and Max Domi lead the team with 33 Pims each. I would like to take a moment to say something that I've heard so many times in my life. You cannot lead the team from the box. Our captain is tied for the team lead in PIMS at 33. Uh, well, we did and, get like feisty taser back this year. So that doesn't surprise me. No, that explains, well, his minus four, that's why, you know, he's only gotten 17 points in 28 games because he's in the box a lot. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, Reese Johnson, another Johnson, uh, 25, 25, Connor Murphy, 23, Anthony CU, 20, Georgia Kira, 18, Tenorti, 15, Caleb Jones, 14, Sam Lafferty, 13, Seth Jones only has 12, which makes it even worse for the fact that he's a minus 18 in 19 games. He's only, he's only gotten 12 penalty minutes. There's no pins to blame. There's no, yeah, you can't blame the Pims. It's just, Mm-mm. you're just Seth Jones and with a ridiculous contract. Mm-hmm. Um, Patrick Kane only has eight. That's way more than Patrick Kane should have, though. That's the problem. Yeah, Kershev eight, Dickinson eight, Kachuk eight. Rash and Entwistle played in 29 games each. They only got six Pims each. So <laughs> there's that. Uh, Colin Blackwell in 26 games with his three points, all assists, and his minus seven. Only four pims. Way to go, Colin. We're proud hey, of you. Hey, Ian Mitchell with his one point, which is an assist in his five games that he's played in his minus six. No pims in five games for Ian Mitchell. That's not so great as the one for Blackwell. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Uh just for just for the fun of it, shot percentage. Taylor Raj mm-hmm. leads the team at twenty two and a half shot percentage. 
in 29 games. Uh, the worst, the worst right now is Ian Mitchell with a zero. Blackwell's a zero. And well, uh, I mean, let's be yeah. honest. Defensemen Defense, don't um, often take a lot of shots. Calm, calm Blackwell's a center and he's got zero oh. percent. Okay, well, 20, was, 29 shots. I tried. 29 shots, zero percent. I tried. Patrick Kane. All right, I'll, I'll give you. The, I'll give you the shot total. Patrick Kane leads the team in 103 shots. His shot. For, his shot percentage is 3.9 percent. If that tells you anything. Yeah. I, I mean, I, just, I mean, Ian Mitchell zero percent makes sense because he only has two shots. Yeah. Um. So he he follows the you you miss a hundred percent of the shots you do take. Not that you don't take scenario, I guess. He read that wrong. Yeah, I mean, for the fact that, like, Brie, like, Kachuk has got a 7.7% shooting with mm-hmm. 13 shots total. Tyler Johnson, 20%, but he only had, like, 15 shots, and he's also only played, like, eight games. Yeah, the lineup looks different without Tyler Johnson in it. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's really good at the hockey. That's why he, like, played very well with the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I, we're I, lucky I, to have him. I just wish that he would stay healthy. Colin Blackwell's twelfth on the team in shots with twenty nine, and it's still sad that he's got zero percent. Yeah. So those those are the stats, but it's just like. And, and the thing oof, is, it's like oof, morons. I just, I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't like know. Like I said, like they're not playing bad, unenjoyable hockey though. So there's at least that. There that is that. Upside for the season, they might be losing, but they are a fun team to watch play hockey. Yeah, except for the blowouts against the Blues, the Shh, I mean, there's we don't we don't talk about the blowouts. Okay, well, but yes, I mean it is enjoyable hockey. It's just when you look at the when you like let's look when you peek behind the curtain of the stats, you're like, I'm gonna close that right back up. It's yeah, like, we're just gonna we're just gonna ignore stats this season. Like, <laughs> don't, look man, don't look at the man behind the curtain. <laughs> no, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. We are not gonna be paying attention to those anymore because that was very unfun. And I did not like it one bit at all. Oh, um, I didn't either. I had to read the. I had to read those things off, and I'm just looking. I'm going. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. <laughs> so, that. as we get ready to wrap up our 34th episode of Let's Talk Well Hockey, which we both determined would be the Peter Morazic episode of Let's Talk Well Hockey, we looked Peter through the Mazer- list, or Peter Mazeric, or Peter Mazeric if you're Gary Bettman, um, or Courtney Dagger. Or Courtney Dagger. Well, she is. She has started calling him Morazic again. Um, it's just funny. Yes. So we wanted to to give a bit of a nod to our tendy. We we talked about pretty much all the other tendies who briefly wore the number four. We have we have already honored most of them. So we decided to to go with Peter Morazic. And honestly, my honorable mention, Curtis Gabriel. He is an awesome human being. He is an ally. He uses his platform for good, and we love him so very much for it. Um. But as we get ready to wrap up this this episode, um, we do want to make a little bit of an announcement. Um, so this is actually our last episode that will be a part of the Belly Up Media Network. Uh, we have decided that we are going to pursue some other options. And we've got some super duper exciting things coming up. So my friend Zachary, tell the people where they can follow so that they can see the things that we have coming up. 
Yeah, you can uh, follow me at the. Are you talking about the on the screen on the bottom or okay on That's the bottom? Nice. Okay, sorry, I was gonna, sorry because you usually do it. I'm not. I'm not used to doing this no, part. No, we don't. But you know, I got. I did the whole announcement part, so I figured I would give you this moment because you know I'm an emotional human being, and and change is difficult, and and I don't want to cry. No, I I totally get that. So yeah, you can follow us at the Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we are at Talk Well Hockey Pod. We keep it pretty simple. It's the same. Luckily, no one else used it. So, hey, we'll just use it for both. So, check us out there on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we're also on YouTube at Let's Talk Whoa Hockey. Um, the at. What is the at for the YouTube? Because I know, Let's I know you Talk Whoa Hockey. Okay. I just, I just want to make sure because I didn't know if it was Talk Whoa Hockey Pod or Let's Talk Whoa Hockey because I know because yeah. YouTube is not. It, it's it's Let's Talk Whoa Hockey because it matched our email address and it was just the easiest way to go about it. So, okay. I just wanted to, I just wanted, to, I didn't want to get the wrong one because I, because YouTube now does the ads. So, I just want to make sure yes. we're getting the right one so we're not confusing the folks at home. Yeah. So, Talk Whoa Hockey Pod on Instagram and Twitter. It, it is Let's Talk Whoa Hockey if you do the at on YouTube or if you just, you know, go to YouTube and look us up by the full name. Um, if you also want to email us, if you got thoughts, concerns, I show ideas or, yeah, you just want to you know, just want to be a guest. Be a guest, which I highly want to do, or just, or just show it's like what you like about the you know what's your favorite memory of the Potter? Maybe maybe Blackhawk stuff or Woho. Let us know. Uh, you can send us an email at let's talk hockey at gmail.com. Um, so yeah, send it over there. Also, if you we would really appreciate it too. If you go to the uh, the Apple Podcast and leave us a five star rating and review, we might just read it on the show. So that'd be kind of cool to do. So we would really appreciate that. And of course, on YouTube. If you're watching, you know, us here right now, uh, you know, go hit subscribe, like the video, you know, turn the little bell on so that way you know when we get a new episode, you'll get notified and be like, hey, you got some well-honed Blackhawks to listen to. Yeah. So you all do all that good stuff. It helps with the algorithm too for YouTube if we mention the subscribe, like, hit the bell and all and that good stuff. If you're on the tubes and you're watching our amazing faces, make sure to like leave us a comment. We do like chatting with you guys i've got a couple comments to catch up on because my youtube app has been very mean to me and not telling me that people commented so i will be catching up on those during our winter break but we will be back recording on the first of january that episode is going to drop on the second of january and make sure you are tuned into all of the socials as we kind of announce what's going to be going on next for us and some pretty amazing people that share our love of hockey with us. So Zachary on our last episode on the belly up media network, can you please tell the humans where they can find you on the internet? I'm not on the internet. You can't find me there. You don't want to, you don't want to talk to me. <laughs> All jokes aside. Cause I just got the, I got the luck. Just, <laughs> Sir, you might want to stop messing around here. You can find me at the one sure Zach. That's Oni sure Zach. It's spelled out. It's not the not like the number one like the Oneaters. So yeah, as you can find me on there. Uh, if you want to go follow me on Instagram for just personal stuff and all their interests that I have, uh, Zach R Martin twenty two on the Instagram side of things. Beth, where can people find you? And the and find, where can we find you on the socials? <laughs> so I, can, I almost said podcast too. My way, I just did that. No, but. you just did all of that, and you did so great, buddy. I'm so proud of you. So on the Twitter, you can find me at Wonder Beffers. That's the word wonder, like wonderful. Or oh, you mean you mean where like I wonder what happened to the Oneaters? There you go. And if you want to follow me on Instagram. You're mostly going to see pictures of my dogs and my cat and occasionally random things I share in my story. However, uh, there it is 
at good better beffers and i mean there's some hockey stuff on there sometimes but most of the time it's 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 gary gusanella like let's be honest yeah it is it's fine it's fine or, or it's yeah fine. hockey stuff if it's like shorzy or letter kenny or i mean Ferda. so or workout stuff too so i mean it hasn't been as much workout stuff recently but that's probably going to change in the new year because you know girls got to get back to the gym and, and do gym things so we're gonna make that happen. Gotta have the hot girl summer, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'd rather have strong girl summer, but you know, that is yeah, what it well. Is. Well, actually, that's even better then. Let's go for that instead. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm -mm, I like food too much. So, I mean, yeah, food is life. So, I mean, it, it literally is like food is the giver of life to your body. Uh, ha 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 ha. I see. What, I see what you did there. Uh -uh. Yes. So, for the last time on the Belly Up Media Network, I've been your host, Beth. That has been my dude, Zach. This was Season 2, Episode 14 of Woe Hockey, Episode number 34. And we will see you in 2023. Bye! 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 Thank you for watching this Belly Up Media production. Some said we'd go belly up. So, we made it our name. And we're still here. Ha! Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.